0: Hi, friends, and thank you for joining me as we journey through another episode of Hacking Happiness. My name is DJ Jeffries, and I'm the host of this podcast. But today's episode is going to be a little bit different. Typically, I take one main idea and delve into it. But this week, I read a fascinating article that broke happiness into four pillars. And this will be a two part episode. In the first, I'll examine two of those pillars and in the second I'll examine their main too. to. The article that inspired this episode is called The Pursuit of Happiness Doesn't Actually Make You Happy. Try This Instead, and it was written by Emily Aspahani-Smith, the author of The Power of Meaning, Creating a Life That Matters. This article was published on mindbodygreen.com. So without further ado, let's get started. Our sense of belonging is key to our life experience. In many ways, this means that others have a great deal of control over not just our happiness, but also the way we understand and interact with the world. Almost everything we are, or the ways in which we understand the things that we are, depends on others. Our sense of self comes primarily from our sense of the other. And to get a better grasp on this, specifically how belonging and happiness are intertwined, I'd like to play a clip from a video created by Theory of Knowledge students at Bethesda Chevy Chase High School. These kids are amazing and I'm so fortunate to have found their channel on YouTube. If you have a moment, please go check it out and leave a comment and let them know that you heard about them here.
1: I've never really belonged anywhere. Not to any specific place, anyway. I move every three years as part of my dad's job. That's just the way that my life is. It hasn't really stopped me from doing a lot, but according to everyone's favorite psychologist, it's stopping me from being truly happy. But who has the authority over what true happiness even is?
2: To get a full definition of happiness, we look to Merriam-Webster, a dictionary running since 1828, so it says, so hopefully it would give us a very deep understanding of the word. But the only definition it gives us is the state of being happy, which is, I guess, used as a noun, or an experience that makes you happy, which is also a noun. But neither of these really are very satisfactory. They're both incredibly self-referential. You know, you're using happy to define happiness. So we looked at happy then, which is... I don't know, even less satisfying because it's only giving you the ideas of pleasure or satisfaction or well-being. So we've got all kinds of words for sorrow. We've got uh, melancholy and lacrimose. The English language still doesn't treat happiness very well. We don't know how to work with it. Partially, this is because happiness is very complex. It's hard to pin down.
1: According to Abraham Maslow, I can't be happy because to be happy I have to belong somewhere. It's at the very base of his hierarchy of needs. And I don't belong somewhere, that is. But instead of dismantling a psychology that has stood up to criticism for 73 years, let's talk about redefining belonging. The definition of belonging is listed as of a thing to be rightly placed in a specific position and of a person to fit in a specified place or environment. Both of these definitions are inextricably tied into location something belongs somewhere someone belongs somewhere
2: there exists the very common idea conscious or unconscious that belongingness is linked to place you know you you belong to a club because you go to meetings and you belong to a culture because you've lived there but we argue it doesn't really have to be that way at a base level belonging is sort of a strong feeling that's just exist in human nature. It doesn't have to be just because you can see them. It's, it heavily relies on the human ideas of communication and the exchange of ideas and attention. And in the modern era of Skype and video messaging, and even picture messaging and higher quality calling, the ideas of communication are no longer linked with where you are physically. A temporal or uh, physical displacement no longer has such an impact as it used to on people's ability to communicate and to exchange ideas and attention and therefore to belong. You can belong to a group beyond any level of familiarity just by talking to them frequently and this is no longer linked to where you are.
1: So Maslow may have had some point to his theory, but we need to redefine what he meant by belonging. People don't belong to places anymore. I know for a fact that I don't, and you probably don't either. Look around you, in your daily life, the people that you interact with. They matter more than the places you go to. I'd like to think that I can be happy, even if I can't really answer where I'm from. I know we as human beings belong to the people that we love and the people that love us people that we interact with, and the people that we form close emotional relationships with. Do we think belonging somewhere is essential to happiness? Absolutely not. But belonging to someone? With someone, or several someones? I'd say it should be a pretty large contributing factor.
0: So, if you haven't noticed by now, the first pillar is belonging. The thing I like about that clip that you just heard is that there's this element of reframing what it means to belong. For so long, I feel like society has relied heavily on the narrative that you belong to a place. And I think we really see them challenge that idea in this clip and say that The people that you are around and that you interact with on a daily basis matter much more than the places that you may belong to. And with that, I'd like to move on to our second pillar, which I'll illustrate with a clip that I found online and that very quickly became one of my favorite clips, Purpose.
3: Did you know and do you not agree that right now there is someone who has less intelligence than you? started with less money than you, less opportunities than you have, and worst of all, has less passion than you. And they are living their dreams, earning millions, or doing something that you would love to do. Someone has already done and is already doing what you want to do. And no, they didn't fall into a rich family to do so. They were not born lucky. You know you can be more. You can have more, do more, and be more. You know this. You wouldn't be listening otherwise. From this moment, there are no more excuses. Turn on your drive, turn on your passion, and turn off your fear. And then you will be successful. Be fearless. You can do this. You can do this. But you must find your why. Why do you want to do this so bad? Why do you want this so bad? What are you really doing it all for? What is your purpose? Successful people, know their why, and they have a very clear purpose, a very clear vision. When you know your purpose, when it is clear why you are doing what you are doing, why you want what you want, write it down. Write it down and read it to yourself every day. There is nothing more powerful than a human being with purpose. With purpose, you will outwork anyone and everyone. You will get up early and stay up late. You will give more, do more, and become more. You will not give up when things go against you, which they will. You will fight on. Fight for your purpose, for your goals, for your dreams. Say it to yourself every day. From now on, regardless of the circumstances, I will achieve my dreams. I will achieve my dreams. I will regardless of any circumstances. Nothing will stop me weakness will no longer live with me. My greatest asset is not my physical ability, it is my mental ability. Because when my opponent gives up, when he can take no more pain, I say what pain? I say load more plates. Double-team me, give me one more lap, give me a greater challenge. I'm only getting started. They might have more talent than you. They might be bigger than you stronger than you and more popular than you but they will never outwork you they will never outpush you they will never outheart you outcourage you and they will never beat you
0: hi friends thank you so much for joining me for this episode of hacking happiness join me next time where i'll discuss in detail the other two pillars of happiness I'm currently feeling very motivated, and if you need a refresher on that video, it was produced by Beats Reloaded, and you can find it on YouTube by searching Purpose, discover your why. The theme music for this show is royalty-free and provided by Incomputech.com. I'm your host, DJ Jeffries, and I'll see you next time.